another episode of the magic circuit this is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about kanoko nasu's type moon universe uh and all things fate which mostly means fate grand order in this specific instance yeah it's true yeah i have it right in front of me like i usually do so i fumbled all over the intro it's okay i was gonna make a quip about how this is gonna be a a perfect rendition of our usual intro spiel because um because we we lost connection two minutes into recording and had to start recording again because we're super professionals with greater internet connection well i'm glad you didn't make that quip right before i proceeded to fuck it up yeah i'm mia (laughs) and i'm ben (laughs) yay guess what gamers we're back with another (laughs) podcast episode yeah and it is elite gamer time it's everyone's favorite time of year it's elite gamers miss aka one of the four times a year you have to turn on your brain to play fgo yeah, to quick summarize the stupid jokes we made in the, the last time we tried to record, the only times you ever have to think about this game are during story chapters and Nero slash Gilfest. Yeah, it's true. So here we go. So here we go. I think where we had left it off was that one run of a challenge quest takes like half a fucking hour, and we've got like 12 of them. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. I was in the middle of saying that we've got 12 challenge quests. They take ungodly amounts of time to do. And at the same time, we also have the lottery going on. Yeah. Imagine how many boxes you could get through in the time you've spent on all these challenge quests. So many boxes. And so many boxes I have not, in fact, gotten. Because I've been spending so much time in the challenge quests, because I wanted to beat them all. How many boxes are you at now? Uh, 27 or 28, I think. Okay, we're, like, dead even. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and get to 50, fingers crossed, by the time this event is over. No promises, because I also want to finish the challenge quests. Because right. last year... I didn't finish them. I remember that, and I remember being upset that I didn't finish them. So this year, I made sure to like go extra hard, spend a lot of time doing them. I, I didn't realize you didn't finish them. I don't believe I did. At least I, I don't have screen caps of a lot of the latter ones. Mm-hmm. I have a vague recollection of maybe beating MHXA before. Okay. But I know that I at least attempted it, and I know that I didn't get to Caskill. Last year, we just had that first roster of them, right? Correct, yeah. So Nero Bride onward is all new this year. Yeah. But there were none from, like, the previous year of Nero Fest that we got last year, but didn't get this year, right? Oh, God. I can't remember who was from that previous iteration. There's a chance? No, I think there was, actually. I remember, like, a Siegfried quest. Oh, with Siegfried, then. Uh, I love the Siegfried quest. Yeah. That's one of my faves, because it's one of the only times Agramon used relevant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he has, like, he basically only takes true damage. <laughs> Right. There have been two quests in the history of this game where you can use Angermanyu. It's that one and the crab challenge quest from the first <laughs> summer. I believe it was the first summer, yeah. It was yeah. either the first or second, I don't remember. So yeah, challenge content. It's good. We like it. We do like it. I do think that it is a little nefarious because I feel like one thing that a lot of the, the hardcore FGO gamers are itching for is the ability to turn your brain on playing this game. You know, mm-hmm. our our Senses are dulled by hours of grinding, you know, doors and hands, and so we get to flex all the five stars we've been collecting since last year, you know, get, get to actually give them a true test run. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, I, I almost want 
challenge quests and lottery to be independent of each other, as as sad as that seems. Just because I really want to devote myself to the challenge quests and not have to worry about, I don't know, all of the sweaty gamers who are, like, already 100 boxes in. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, look at all the saber gems I could have gotten in this time. <laughs> at least we get the other lottery in Christmas. It's true. That That's kind of what I was saying to someone last night. Even if I don't hit the 50 boxes I want to, then Christmas is like two months away. It's like not a huge deal. How have your apples been holding up? Um, I So, I mean, I haven't done a ton of things, but we have actually gotten a fair amount of apples from this event. Remember, you might remember leading up to this event, we had a bunch of apples gifted to us. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then the refreshing the nodes three times. Exactly. Has given 12 golden apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get a bunch from your first 10 boxes. So that's true. Yeah. Right. You got a so pretty good amount. Between, like, w- when we had silver uh, apples, I was basically breaking even, like, getting drops and then replenishing silver apples and bronze apples. Like, I, I didn't actually need to use my golds very often. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm out of silver apples because of, you know, continued grinding, I get, I can't remember how many. I think it's four, four, four bronze ones or something every box. I think that's right. I'm I'm digging into the gold reserves now, and it's it's making me a little sad. But <laughs> this is kind of what I've been saving them for, so yeah, you know, may as well go off. I think we've we've mentioned on this show before how I just don't have any apples, right? I think we have. Yeah, TLDR, I don't have any apples ever because I like to play this game in like long bursts. Some days I'll just spend like an hour and a half grinding doors because I have nothing better to do, and then I'll just burn a bunch of apples, even if it's like suboptimal or whatever. So right. I tend to, you know, in any given day, I'll usually try and do one daily three times. And if that means burning an apple or two, it's not a huge deal. And that hasn't been a problem mm-hmm. up until recently, where it's really been kicking me in the ass. The breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. But the real, the real star of this event is, once again, the challenge things. It's true. So what has been your, like, go-to strategy if you're coming into a new, a new quest? Is there any, like, method you're defaulting to? Um, well, I, I do always look up what the challenge quests are beforehand because yeah, me too. there's way too many rules and skills and little things for me to try and go in blind and I, I can read, but not very well. So it's, it's kind of a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This year, weirdly, I've been using a lot of Amakusa and I've had Amakusa, I believe since last year. So I, I don't know why I didn't consider using him. I know a lot of people swear by him as their, um, their, their challenge quest savior. But this is my first time really using him, and I, I mostly have just been doing that. In the past, I used to try and do it without the damage CEs, but that was before Gilfest started happening. And I mm-hmm. think once Gilfest started happening, they made the quests, like they designed the quest numbers around having damage CEs, whereas before... Yeah, I don't really think these would be possible without them. No, no. I remember back when I first started playing, like the challenge quests were trivialized by the damage seas and if you didn't have them it was more fun so i used to do mm-hmm. all of the challenge quests in the whole game without using the damage seas because i could even though plenty of people were still doing them with and it was fine but nowadays i think they're kind of designed like that uh my go-to strategy i'd say is strangely has been amakusa this year but my brain kind of defaults to sherlock Tamama waiver mm-hmm. because i know that it'll get me survivability and stall I, I will not use John in a team unless forced to. <laughs> uh, I do have her. I don't like using her, even though she is very good. She just makes it so boring. She is heart crushing. Absolutely. And 
she was necessary to beating Eric Bloodaxe uh, and beat Eric Bloodaxe. She did. I beat the pants off that poor fool. I, I, no one died. Literally. Also, real talk. Chin Shi Huangdi, resident Mothman, absolutely busted. <laughs> yeah. So after you were telling me about him this morning, I started using him a bit. Uh-huh. He's he's real good. He's really um, good. I I beat in three quests today. Uh, two of them were with Shi Huangdi. Nice. Um, I beat Shiba and Nero Bride with him. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He, um, he kind of is just that good. Right. Shiba, uh, I beat with him and Estrella. I think... Cool. The only thing better than Shi Huangdi is Shi Huangdi being supported by Estrella. Because she gives... She does everything that he wants. Oh, because she drops the star bomb. Yeah, she has the star bomb, she has a, a targetable attack up, defense up, and NP gain up. Yeah, that's good. And also, she actually has a second star bomb with her NP. Oh, I forgot her NP gives stars. Yeah, it gives a ton of stars. Wow, I gotta use Estrella more, especially because I got NP2 of her in the in the extra gotcha, I think it was, when I was mm-hmm. trying to cap off my Salieri and got like six in one roll. <laughs> yeah, I think Estrella, I, I just decided to go for it throw a 10 roll at that gacha because i was like okay if i get estrella or junako i'm happy if i get anyone else i'm sad right so i threw 130 row at it and i got very very lucky yeah seriously yeah she's awesome she's exactly the desi- kind of design i like yeah in a servant um she can be used supporty or she can be greedy depending on how you want to use her she's a right. ruler so she's naturally tanky it's true she's very good yeah, she um, is an interesting servant because of that first skill. It's like she's mostly pretty greedy, but the it's like I, I always forget that the ability to like have a star bomb and just give your team stars is on demand is actually very good support. Yeah. Like it, it's not something, especially in her kit, because it, it seems like she's so clearly designed to drop the stars and then just eat all of them. <laughs> right. And then just go the fuck off. And go off, yeah. she can, but... You can also just give that to someone else, like like mm-hmm. Mothman. And it's that kind of versatility, which is very cool. It's true, yeah. I should really use her more. I used Mothman again for the Nero Bride one, uh, where my front line was Mothman, Mash, and Normal Beebe. Normal Beebe? Yeah. You went for the standard Beebe. Wow. I did, and it worked really, really well. Um, really? Because... For Nero Bride? Yes, because oh, Beebe she gives has... Refund. She gives refund, A. She has uh, the big heal and cleanse, B, which is great for getting rid of the, the burn that builds up after you break Nero's first bar. Right, right. And C, she has the guaranteed stun, which can switch the uh, uh, the attack slash support rolls. Yeah, will. yeah. Oh, that's very smart. I was very proud of that, that comp. That's I good. I think that's the best one I've done. Yeah, that's really good. I should try that. Uh, I do have my normal beeb leveled to uh, six, I think. All of her skills are six. I think I've got mine at ten. I can't remember. I, I remember last time we talked, I knew you were like, I've already got summer BB, which is all the BB I'd ever need. I don't know why I need to touch this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she is very good I, in a very is, different way. She's very, she's very strong. Yeah. Um, but I did lie. That's actually only the second best team I've come up with for any of these challenge quests. Okay. The actual best team I came up with was beating Taiga with Finn. Yeah. That, yeah. Let's go, Finn. 
I know. I thought it was really funny when I saw Finn McCool in the Neurobride Challenge Quest. I was like, oh, the spirit of Ben lingers. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny to me, too, because I was trying to go at that one last night. And you're like, okay, everyone says to use Parvati. I don't have any Parvatis on my friends list. Right. You yeah. did it with Amakusa, so I'll try using your Amakusa. But no, I don't have Waiver. Right. So the strategy kind of falls apart without that. Yeah. And then I tried using uh, Summer Melt but realized that that's a horrible idea because (laughs) she just buffs John. Yeah, the look on your face when you realized what an awful mistake that was. Because I had also forgotten about her third skill, which just, you know, eats everyone's NP for herself. Yeah, Uh, not what you want. You need survivability. And then this morning, I tried a couple times with Karna. I was like, oh, he's just like a, a, a burst lancer. Right. Like, maybe he can do the job. Uh, right. And I got kind of close, but I couldn't... Because of the buster resistance, I couldn't get through Nobu fast enough. Got it. Got um, it. That so she sense. would just get us down. And then, you know, for for all the history I have with Finn, I feel like I frequently forget I actually have him. <laughs> really? <laughs> for <laughs> all the history you have. And then I, I was just scrolling through my roster looking for ideas, and I happened to notice him, and I was like... Oh, wait. He's an AoE Lancer, and I have him in P5. Yeah, that's damage. Yeah, and it was a lot of damage. It, yeah, yeah. I, I remember I, I steamrolled um, Tawara Tota, Rice Man, last year with your Finn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I had forgotten it at the start of this event, but I did dig up some old screenshots, and I have proof that I did that. And he... he he does work. He does work. Yeah, well, when you've got him at NP five. Yeah, definitely. When you when you have most characters at NP five, they do work. They do work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of bummed because I I did initially try and go at the Taiga quest with after I tried Parvati and I didn't I didn't enjoy that. I did mm-hmm. try and use Chin Liang Yu, who I have at NP five. I considered that, but it wasn't like they don't crit enough to make her heal good. Yeah. Like, they're more likely to just kill you with raw damage than anything. And I wasn't able to get her kind of engine going in the way that was good. Like, while being able to survive all the different card types. Yeah. So, kind of gave up pretty quick. And then just settled with Merlin Waver, Amakusa, shenanigans. I remember last year, there were a few challenge quests I was actually able to beat with with Finn. Oh, yeah. There was the Arash one he carried me for. Oh, yeah, I remember the Arash one. Uh, that's um, a good one. And then there was a Gilgamesh one in that round, too, right? Like a, an Archer Gil one. Is that the one where he just got, like... I think that's the one that he just kept getting more buffs, but they were removable? Yes. Yeah, I think at the time, as of last year, I didn't have any good servants with buff removal. Got it, got it. So I had to come up with another way, and that way was to to use Finn to taunt and dodge everything. <laughs> That's so funny. I think what mm-hmm. I ended up doing for that was I can't remember who else I had with buff removal. I think what what happened at a certain point in that quest is that I plug suited in Jack, and then used like I did something really janky. Like I think I then, like then she died and someone else came in. I had this whole like thing where I was like, okay, all my units can survive this much, like like this many turns of gill buffs, and then. Once we reach that point, I have to swap in Jack to get rid of all of them. And then afterwards, like, something happens. I see. I I feel like a lot of the ones that, I, that I've been doing, at least sort of the later ones in the, in the string, are just so hard to come up with really creative teams that work well. 
um, <laughs> that aren't just like slamming your three best dudes against someone. Like, I guess I, I feel like it makes sense that they're sort of balancing up for people with, you know, Merlins, Tamamas, Scotties, whatever, you know, you you name it. But I feel like it is a bummer. But I've definitely seen some creative comps online. But, you know, we've only got four days left. I still have boxes to grind. Like, I can't sit there for an hour looking through all my servants and being like, yes, this is the one. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like they're, they're a puzzle, but the puzzle is not what team can I come up with that will that will solve this? And it's with right. these three busted units, what do they have to do that'll solve it? You know, it's it's a lot of that kind of thing. I would say probably the team I'm most proud of right. this year was my <laughs> Hijikata Chengong team that I killed Izo with. It was super fun. So I, I had a... Yeah, that's really sick. So I had Leonidas... Mm-hmm. In the front line with the Zokin C, the one that applies NP seal for two turns. Upon upon his death, yeah, upon whoever has it death. So turn one was Leonidas, Hijikata, Chen Gong. Chen Gong uses his taunt on Hijikata first to get Hijikata down to one HP. Then the next turn, Leonidas taunt. Izo kills Leonidas, gets NP sealed. Then I can't remember if I think the final composition was then Sanzo came in with that one Medusa C that has taunt for three turns. And that, that worked really well for me. And that was how I was able to get through his first bar. Yes, yes, yes. I remember you being very excited by that innovation. Yeah. Then when she died, there was a George that came in to do the George thing. Then afterwards, Merlin was my last unit. And then kind of the idea was like, by the time we've gotten through all the taunters, Hijikata's NP bar will be close to full. And hopefully, you know, all of Chen Gong's skills that need to be off cooldown will be off cooldown. He can slap on his fake hero creation, Merlin hero creation, Hijikata as the one HP crit damage, pops his buster buff. You just go off and you do like a zillion damage, then you kill Izu. And did it work exactly the way you wanted it to? It, it worked exactly how I wanted to. Cool. Yeah, it, it took a while. Um, I was having a little bit of trouble with the, like, the RNG sometimes, but uh, eventually I got it to work and it didn't take too, too long. Nice. Yeah, um, my Izo team was not particularly creative. I did, uh, I did Melt and, I think it was Melt, Waver, no, it was Melt, Melt, Scotty, Mash was my front line, I think. Um, Respectable. Which is just like, that's, that's the power game team. Um, it's the power game team, yeah. But I did end up going down to crunch time, managing to beat him with Cersei. Yeah, I remember you saying you got her to NP three times three in a times row. Three times in a row, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did have to use uh, one command spell for that. But yeah, yeah. That was super sick. Uh, because Cersei yeah. is a unit uh, I'm very fond of for her art. Yeah. She, and she, she has a lot of good tools, but is fundamentally lacking in other areas that makes her difficult to use. Yeah, agreed. So okay. getting able to get that, that guaranteed single target stun off was so satisfying. It does seem really nice. I definitely have been wanting for Cersei in some of these quests and just having to make do with other ways. You know what I've noticed? It doesn't seem there have been many, if any, quests this time that beat you by stacking debuffs on your servants. No. That was a thing in the past, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Like, debuff removal used to be awesome. Now I feel like I I never need it. The Sheba quest kind of does, but Mm -hmm. the debuffs on your servants are less 
bad than the buffs that she gets at the same time. Right, exactly. And also, there gets to be a point in the Sheba quest where you have to give up trying to get the buffs off of you. Right. And, like, just accept your fate and just try and kill her as fast as possible. Once you get her to the third bar, it's like paying back her loans is impossible. You just have to go in. Right. Right. Which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. How did I, uh... Oh, yeah, I I just face-slammed her with Ozzy forever. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, Ozzy, as it turns out, very good. This is the first time I've ever really been able to, like, flex Ozzy. Who I do have at NP2, actually. I mm. forgot about that. Because I just never have to use a single target rider for anything that, like, Achilles can't already do. Yeah. I uh, I got my Aussie very recently, and I don't know if I've actually used him a single time yet. The thing about Aussie is that, you know, we love him. He's a hottie. He's, he's fun. He's very strong. He's not a super interesting unit. He's not that fun to use. He just kind of, he's just, he, you know, he has a good... He has a solid charisma, he has imperial privilege, and he has the, um, Team the buff of success up. Yeah. Um, and the battery. You know, he just has things that are pretty just straight good. And he has NP seal on his NP, which is good. Oh, does he? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why he was great for Shiva, honestly. Okay. Just because he bought more time. Because the, the team I ended up using was um, Ozzy, Holmes, and Merlin, and... I frequently found myself having to, like, use Ozzy's NP to buy time for Holmes's NP seal to come off cooldown or for um, Illusion whatever to, to come off cooldown. Mm-hmm. And it was actually nice having kind of an, an on-demand NP seal that just kind of worked whenever I wanted it to. That is cool, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So in that, in that respect, he ended up being a little more interesting than I thought he would. But all in all, I, I think that there are much more fun characters to use. Like, I think Melt is more fun to use than him. Even if she is kind of, like, really good, and you're kind of like, well, yeah. Melt, she just she does the thing. Melt is also pretty straightforward, too, though. She's just got, like, a self-attack buff, she's got a dodge, and she's got uh, a self-NP buff. Yeah, right. She does the... And then she, like, feeds into herself the, the more you get her going. Right. Which is fun. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah, also pretty straightforward, I guess. Are there any units um, that are usually like challenge quest compatible that you haven't gotten a chance to use yet that you are looking for the opportunity i am just waiting to jaw through the crap out of someone oh yeah <laughs> i am just waiting for those huge numbers i i know the jaw through at this point is kind of old and busted in terms of you know hard content mm-hmm. but real talk i i loved just like there's a reason my jaw is at bond 10 it's just because i love just slamming her into things because her she just does such ridiculous damage. And even though the fact that she's brittle has gotten a lot worse over the years, still doesn't change the fact that she does a fuckload of damage. Yeah. I think you don't really need to be waiting. I think you could pull her out on a lot of these quests and get the results you're looking for. I probably could. It's just... The thing is, just the, the way that a lot of the quests are designed, it, it just feels like... A lot of it is about, like, timing. You know, like, you have to attack one servant here and then one servant there. The only place that I was considering breaking out Jalter for was the Caster Gilgamesh one, because mm-hmm. that one is literally just, like, slamming your servants into the other servants until they die. Right. And I just ended up using Kualter for that because he's more durable. I haven't tried that one yet. Um, I don't know, it's just a boss rush. Boss rushes are fine, but they're not not—they're not super fun. Um, yeah, agreed. I'll probably use uh, Arjuna Altar when i get to it yeah <laughs> yeah also uh definitely the mvp of everyone's challenge quest year 
Arjuna Alter just fucking slapping everyone. Yeah, that well, it's interesting because that's what I keep hearing, but I haven't actually used him for a single challenge quest yet. I think that's good. I think it's I I think that at least for everyone who the, the thing about Arjuna Alter is that like for people who already have Merlin, which I know you also have a Merlin, mm-hmm. it it seems like somehow for everyone it just kind of is the no-brainer combo. Just because, you know, he just, he has a really good, he does good damage. He does good damage to everyone and can survive a little. Does he have a Guts or something? uh, Yeah, his third skill is a Guts that also um, heals him every turn. Okay, that's right. That's right, that's right. So he he doesn't have, like, the most amazing survivability, but but he lives. Yeah, but it's decent enough. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, like what you were just saying, it feels like all of the quests which have you fighting multiple opponents, you need to be very careful about what order you hit them in. Right, that's the thing. And so I don't want to Arjuna alter. Right. Right, because you want to be playing the game, you want to be, you know, selectively picking your targets and changing them here and there. Right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely feel that. So I, I don't know where everyone else is getting this usage from. I don't know. I think everyone is just kind of just putting enough buffs on him until it works that's yeah. kind of what i've been gathering I guess maybe you don't even really need to use his noble phantasm for him to be good i guess you don't really i guess he already does good enough damage yeah he already has like three thousand percent star weight on his buster cards and yeah which what, is like like an 80 percent attack buff <laughs> yeah like okay arjuna wait arjuna alter definitely makes regular arjuna feel really bad yeah he does um i am glad that they gave regular arjuna an np um, or uh, an animation upgrade at long yeah, last. Yeah, his new animations are so good. Oh, they look so clean. Yeah. Like, I, I love using Arjuna now. I loved using Arjuna before because he was hot, but I didn't use him as much because his animations were ugly, because mm-hmm. I am that vain. Now I use him all the time for, like, Saber, Saber dailies or Saber weekly, whatever. Like, usually whenever I get the chance to and it makes sense, I'll, I'll use him. Yeah. Like, for this, farming, it makes more sense to use Ishtar because she has a better battery, but... You know who who I've been waiting for the opportunity to use that hasn't come up yet is Tristan. Oh, yeah? Because I got my first Tristan. Uh, I subsequently got many more Tristans. But uh-huh. I got my first Tristan on the um, the free four-star ticket. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. And you should I do one of those him, again. Those are fun. Yeah. I got him purely, or not purely, but largely because of Harp of Healing. Right. Um, because I, w- I wanted something that could replicate the effect of illusion without being Merlin. Right, right. Just because it, it feels bad to be tied to Merlin so much. Right. Uh, and there are, there have been many challenge quests since then where I've used him to great effect for that. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't come up yet this time. Yeah, interesting. I guess that is actually... That is pretty true, just thinking about who we've gotten. Yeah. I have definitely been really wanting to use Summer Musashi because I think she's really dumb. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't been, actually. She's another one you've been singing the praises of about how busted she is. Yeah, see, I really like her. It's just the the thing is, it's I it, it's the same problem that you have with Arjuna Alter I have with Musashi. Like, okay. You know, I feel like so many of these are just very, like, selective. I thought I also thought about using her on the Castro Gilgamesh one. Uh, I don't know. Things may change. I definitely hope I'll be able to break her out before the event is over. Yeah. Just, I, it, it's just, I keep running into that problem. Um, 
I also do want to try using, after you suggested it to me, in the Rice Man quest, uh, Bunny bunny Artoria, Summer Artoria. Oh, yeah. R- Ruler Artoria, whatever. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Lion King TM. <laughs> right. Yeah. For the, for the card swap. Her and BB is definitely like my dream team, just because yeah. I think that that's a lot of fun. BB2 we were talking about earlier today just like yeah right it's so tragic that she's not good for challenge quests right summer bb we're referring to by the way yeah summer BB. um normal, normal bb is very good, good all the time yeah yeah um but summer but yeah. bb has this issue that we were discussing where it's like while faceless moon is probably the single best skill in the whole game <laughs> uh, <laughs> right it, it's all she's really got for support other than that she just is like damage yeah like i think faceless moon is very good on BB when it's a quest that BB is needed for. Because mm-hmm. then it's just like, it's, it's just, it's, it's just so easy. It's so right. easy. Yeah. And there's, there's another thing that occurred to me too, is like Faceless Moon, you just said, but then her, her second skill, which I don't know the name of. Yeah. I only, I only know the names of a few skills in the game, but I just like Faceless Moon because I think it's a good skill name and also it's, it's iconic. <laughs> right. The thing, so the thing that makes Summer BB good, in addition to Faceless Moon, is that she has everything you typically need in a character in her kit, but it's all on that second skill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She gets the Buster up, the NP up, the one hit dodge, and a, uh, and a 50% battery. And a 50% battery, yeah. So, and a huge heal. Right. So, good lord. That sounds great, and it is, but the issue is that. These challenge quests are frequently very much about timing. Yeah. And you can't afford to only be using your damage buff and your battery at the same time that you're using your heal and your dodge. It's true. It's very, very true. And that that one-hit dodge, I'm just looking it up now, only lasts for three turns. So, you know, you could maybe swing it, but I don't know. I I think that Summer BB has the potential in, like, a more stall-y kind of team, but... It, just, it feels really bad to put BB in, like, a... It, this, it feels bad, at least in my opinion, to put this BB in a slow team. Yeah, Just right. because I feel like any character with self-mighty X wants to go fast. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, the reason BB doesn't really work for a slow team is that if you used BB with, like, a... I don't know, like, Jean and then someone else. Like, Jean Mashu, say. Sure. You could freeze an arts chain for Jean and then never take any damage but then you're you're not using bb yeah so it, she doesn't it, she's not actually helping you that much it's true like she can make all of your setups more consistent but if you're like stalling setups are the ones you're making more consistent then you don't get anywhere you just make you just take more turns right i think where bb is good is as a secondary support for a unit who can np loop like Agreed. Yeah. BB Tamamo Summer Artoria, like the ori- the original Archer one. Yeah, the Archer. Um, mm-hmm. That's a sick team. Yeah. But that's a sick team for like an event challenge quest, not for like these kind of gauntlet challenge quests. Right, right. And like a setup that I often use just in my own casual gameplay is I'll use um, Summer BB Anderson and then like a crit unit mm-hmm. because. Between Anderson and Summer BB and, like, a 20-30, you're making, like, 35 stars a turn. It doesn't matter if they can't make stars with their cards. You don't need to. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, my, uh, a favorite team of mine is definitely those two and then Chin Liang Yu, because then she just keeps stacking her NP on herself forever. 
Oh, that's really And that's sick. always fun to see. <laughs> yeah. Chin Liangyu teams are really fun. Um, Love Chin Liangyu. What a cool I, unit. I usually, I use her with Enkidu and Finn occasionally. Oh, the three of them together. That's interesting. Because yeah. I do use Enkidu with her too to make stars. Because Enkidu is a good star maker. And uh, right. Finn can like tank a single target Noble Phantasm. Uh, and he also has your team-wide NP gain and star drop up. Right, right. That's so true. he's definitely not like the optimal support for that team, but he does synergize with it fairly well. Definitely, definitely. Like he he supports both other units. Right. And you can kind of you can sort of futz it with um with Chen Liang Yu because she she also makes stars and she also heals people if she gets critted. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not as reliable, but in a yeah, hard it quest, is, it is usually the, that's the heal element that you need in hard quests. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, heal elements, healing. Yeah, the uh-huh. real star, the real sleeper hit of these challenge quests has been Asclepius. Yeah, I've been using Asclepius a lot actually. He's really he's like good. my second string support. Yeah, <laughs> like when Merlin dies or when Waver dies, Asclepius comes in and then holds down the fort for like four turns. On this his is own. something I've only started doing uh, recently, mm-hmm. so I did, I haven't done it for many quests yet. But I'll put Asclepius in like fourth or fifth position. Yeah, with right. uh, Limit Broken Kaleidoscope. Oh, so he just comes in and does his so thing? So he just comes in and NPs. So like, because usually if you're at the point where one of your units dies, your other two are at risk of dying. Right, that's true. So he can just come in, instantly pop his NP and protect them. Yeah, definitely. No, that's real. I actually have been, independently of us talking about this, been doing the same thing just with a normal Kaleidoscope. Cause yeah, because uh, he can use his, his own thing. Right, because he can use his own battery, and sometimes it's suboptimal, but, you know, like, like the MLB one the, is definitely, like, the pro move, but right. that is one area that I, uh, that I, that you have me beat in. I don't have a maximum <laughs> broken kaleidoscope. Yeah, and I've got one extra kaleidoscope as well. Yeah. See, that's the thing, is that a lot of my farming teams use three kaleidoscopes, because mm-hmm. I use one on Arash, and then I use two on other people. Yeah. I, um, uh, I've been getting around that with, um limit broken uh imaginary number magecraft oh that's right i think because i usually have a a unit who can charge like 25 or 30 percent yeah and i also do have arash's skilled skills maxed um and he is grailed so i I actually could probably get away with using a hollow magic but i believe that i only have i think i've only got five kaleidoscopes so oh yeah so you you don't want to limit break in that case yeah, not yet. If I get another one, I might then consider I say it. To go for it. But I do think there's something that's very nice and satisfying about just seeing three kaleidoscopes in a row. I do agree. It's it's really nice though having the limit broken one, which opens oh, I, up it opens yeah. up a lot of new farming possibilities because then you can slap it on any AOE noble phantasm and not have to worry about how they're getting bar. Right, and it's the thing that makes Nito Chris like supremely busted. Yeah. Oh, I haven't actually done it with Nidacris yet. Oh, really? No. That's like the thing that I would super do it with if I yeah. if no. I did that. Oh, how did I miss that? Yeah, I mean, what I've been huh. doing, well, I use Nidacris a lot, but I use her as like, I don't need to put a Noble Phantasm CE on her. I can just have like another right. farming CE. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Right, because you don't. <laughs> right. Because she can just do, she can do her job without having like a, a CE, really. Yeah. Because high speed divine words is fucking awesome, is fucking nuts. Yeah. Real talk though, 
also speaking of uh of healing i there hasn't been a good challenge quest for our our ginormous daughter who we were afraid of king protea yeah yeah i was really hoping there would be king protea has really been disappointing to me really i thought she was going to be really good when she Mm -hmm. came out and that doesn't seem to be the case like even not even like um i try to use her pretty frequently but it seems Mm -hmm. that even outside of like these super hard challenge quests most like normal difficult enemies will deal damage faster than she can stack health really yeah hmm maybe you just that's interesting. I don't usually, I don't think I've ever had that problem, but I also, in like casual whatever, I usually use her with Anderson. So having the, the like, you know, thousand whatever heal every turn is, is pretty useful. Yeah, I do too. It's just like, I don't know. It hasn't been working for me. Hmm. Bummer. I I find her pretty useful in uh in not not super hard content. Like like medium hard content? Or medium just like, hard content. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, the brain is half on, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's definitely someone who I've been eyeing and wanting to use more, but... I do farm oh, well. with her occasionally. Like, if there's, um, like, a, an assassin node, my only mm-hmm. AoE caster is Nidocris. I don't have another one. <laughs> please, um, let, let me give you some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, I'm drowning in casters. So you can use, um, you can use King Protea for that. Uh, because she can, like, stack two turns of health and then eat it for bar. And right, then pee. Right, which is nice. Yeah. And I prefer doing that to using Kiara, because Kiara's Noble Phantasm takes a million years. It's true. Yeah, because she has to do the... She has to do the unzip, and then they go in the hole, right? Yeah, and then all the hands come in, and then you get the zoom out, and she, she makes the pose. Yeah. And then everything goes white, and the numbers appear. And each one of those yeah. steps is like a, a second, even yeah. on high speed. Yeah, yeah. It is a. I mean, it makes sense that it's a dramatic noble phantasm, just given who Kiara is, mm-hmm. uh, both in universe and also just like the very nature of Heaven's Hole as a thing. Yeah. But, you know, come on. That, that's also why I never use Castro Nero for anything. <laughs> because the noble phantasm I, is really long. Yeah, I'll never forget that video that was posted when Castro Nero came out that was one Castro Nero Noble Phantasm, and then the amount of Paul Bunyan Noble Phantasms you could fit inside of one Castro Nero Noble Phantasm. I never saw that, but that's really funny. It was like five. I don't know. <laughs> it was something stupid. It was like, you could really... It was really suboptimal. Yeah. Uh, Kiara is another character who's usually a challenge quest god for me, but I haven't had a chance to use yet. Yeah, that's real. And she is very strong in, in those kinds of situations, because she has mm-hmm. nutty heal, and she has an invincibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, can, she can come very close to looping NP, uh, and she can also crit like a monster. Plus, like, AoE NP bar down is really good. Oh god, I forgot that she has... Oh, god. Yeah. oh I want Kiara. <laughs> I want Kiara real bad. Yeah, she's, she's also fun. just, like, the epitome of, like, the dumb, big, steppy characters that I yes. find very appealing. <laughs> like, she is that archetype so much so that it's funny. <laughs> like, I don't think it's really that hot anymore <laughs> because it's just kind of comical. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I think you I know what I mean? That. Like, I, I think I, you, have to, you have to acknowledge, yes, 
you know, there's 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 something there. But at at that point, I'm more just like, yeah, I really like the energy that you exude. And yeah, like your whole boob is out on this like stupid dress that's like barely hanging off your body. And I do respect that. She's like literally wearing an apron. Yeah, right. I actually, the one thing that I haven't done this challenge quest uh, also, I haven't used any foreigners. And that also has been surprising to me. Well, because you have all of them, right? Yeah, because I have all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Because Abby is really good in challenge quests. I don't have her skills leveled, so I tend to avoid using her. Hokusai I have maxed, and I haven't used her at all. Hokusai is the only one I have. She has done so much work for me in the past. Uh, I considered using Hokusai for the Leonidas quest, um, but didn't end up needing Mm -hmm. her. Fujino. I haven't used Fujino either. I'm scrolling through my servants right now. Yeah, I just started to do the same thing. Fujino also a super nutty unit. That ridiculous, like, f- what is it, like, 3,000 damage cut? I don't remember what it is. 5,000? <laughs> yeah. Something absurd. Have you gotten any good use out of my Rhinos? Uh, I did on the uh, MHXA quest. Okay, cool. I have been meaning to try using her in different situations, but that is where I used her the most. Yeah. Rhinos, every time I use her, she feels, like, so close to very good. Yeah. And is instead just, like, pretty okay. I do think that she's in a really weird spot where I feel like she and Waver were kind of meant for each other, and it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. just given, just, you know, <laughs> like, the the two units work very, very well together, I find. But then you have the issue of you just can't heal. You can't heal, and you kind of need that. Right. So, you know, you use her with Merlin, but then Merlin just does Merlin stuff. And you just kind of feel like Rhinos is kind of along for the ride. Yeah, that's how I always feel whenever you have to pair her with another support. But when right. you put her next to another support, she always feels inferior to them. Yeah, I think that the one place where she might thrive really well would be with. I was thinking of pairing her with Osakabe. Osakabe. Does Osaka Osakabe doesn't have a heal, but she has like max HP up, right? Yeah, she has the weird sort of heal. Yeah. Oh, I was going to use them for Achilles. That's right. Oh, I haven't tried the Achilles quest yet. I was going to, um, before we started recording this, I like uh-huh, went uh-huh. to the page to look up what he does and everything. Um, Isn't <laughs> it really top, obnoxious? Uh, it seems really complicated. I didn't uh-huh. really get it immediately. Um, and I feel like spending the time to figure it out just now. But That's fair. the top comment on that page is something like, uh, I'm going to beat this with Penthesilia or Die Trying, which is also how I was going into this. Sure, makes sense. <laughs> um, both for flavor reasons and also because double damage on Greek males is the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then underneath that was edit. It has come to my attention it's basically impossible to beat this quest with Penthesilia. That's a bummer. That feels wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, I did read that um, on the Romulus one, Bodica is immune to the like making everyone into a like Roman type enemy buff that uh, Romulus gives. Really? Yeah. That's Which is very flavorful. Yeah. I'm very into that. But uh it definitely makes me wonder why uh why didn't you let all the penth fuckers out there just slam her into Achilles? <laughs> right. Well, I guess the Achilles the Achilles gimmick specifically revolves around um like fighting servants that fit like a number of criteria um and one of them is that like 
he he will beat the shit out of like any female servants. Like I think if you have any female servants on the field, he gets his NP every turn. Huh. Ah. Ah. Okay. Just kidding. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing yeah. Rhinos Osakabe anymore. Not ever again. All right. So boys club. Got it. Right. Um. There is a, a thing in there. It seems where he um he can apply uh, a buff called one v one me, where he he puts a two turn taunt on one of your servants, um. And what it that also does is makes it so that you get only that servant's cards for the next two turns. Whoa, that kind of rules, actually. Yeah, uh, I think it locks both of their NPs too. Whoa, that actually that's 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 pretty cool. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty rad. I think you you have to. I... I read through this once and didn't really fully comprehend it, so I could be getting this entirely wrong. But I think okay. you have to be using, like, males who aren't assassins. Oh, weird. And and aren't divine, I think? I think that's true. I think that's what it was. Divine, also male. Yeah. Like, you can have the Chiron Achilles rematch. I, I think that works. Right. I was I was con- I was contemplating doing that, just for flavor. I was just it's fun, a shot. But um, Chiron is definitely a support, so I don't know how well that would go. He can do a surprising amount of damage because you can just slap his own buffs on himself. Well, I guess that's true. But he is. I mean, he's definitely. I I feel as though he's better served as a support. Uh huh. But you he can he he can he can pull his own weight. I'd be curious how like Chiron Tamamo works. I've never tried that actually. Yeah, is does Chiron have an arts NP? Or is it quick? Yeah, he does. He does. Okay. He's he's two arts too quick with an arts NP. Cool. He has his NP is Saturday Night Fever. Why is it Saturday Night Fever? Did you miss the memes when he first came out? I know it's like the crotch shot NP. No, because he uh you know, Saturday Night Fever, there's like the point up at the disco ball. Oh, oh, yeah, he does that at the beginning. Yeah, like yeah. he he points up at the star. Yeah. Right. Um I only, there were a I lot only of saw memes the on, shot memes. There were a lot of memes when he first dropped that were circulating on like Japanese Twitter that were like my noble phantasm in brackets, Saturday night fever. <laughs> and it was like Chiron with sunglasses. The only the only Chiron memes I ever saw just had to do with dicks. Because he shoots you in the dick and also he has two of them. Yeah, two dicks Chiron. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let anyone forget about you, Dix Chiron. Oh, I haven't used Chloe at all either. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm okay with that. You but... finally ascended to a level where you don't need Chloe anymore. I I guess so. I'm I'm happy. She isn't like Bond Eight though. I am like dangerously close to Bond Tening her. I think Bond Eight is not dangerously close to Bond Ten. That's like three months of consistently using her for everything. Away. <laughs> okay, that's true actually. But it's it's. <laughs> Like, the visual representation is close enough that it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's fair. Because I did have to use her for quite a long time, because she was easily, like, by and far the best archer I had. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else I've been... Oh, um... I've been I've been hoping for an opportunity to use our, our other new summer friends, uh, Osaka Bay and Carmilla. Hasn't come up. Yeah, I've been waiting for a Carmilla one. 
But I don't think any of these quests are, are the one. Yeah. Um, that is a bummer. She's She feels very close to being good enough, but I, I just don't think she, she hacks it. I don't think so. I think that her, um, her, like, the calling card skill, um, the, the, like, delayed turn NP drain, uh, battery for the whole team, yeah. I think it's too slow for a lot of challenge quests. I guess you could use her in, like, the art servant she actually wants, wants to be. That's true. Actually, now that I'm looking at her skills, you probably could have used her fairly effectively against Nero Bride. Because she has the... She has the, oh, NP, the NP seal. seal. Um, she has the the calling card. Huh. She's got a good heal. Yeah, that heals nuts. Real talk. Buff block. <laughs> very very strong. Yeah, actually, heal. I think this would have been pretty good. I wish oh, I well. I wish I had thought of this and not just done it with Huang Di. But yeah, yeah, I think I definitely feel like this year. I don't know if it's just because of the pressure to finish grinding boxes or maybe just my own. Like, maybe I'm just running out of steam just because I've been doing so many challenge quests that I'm just like, just let me finish them. Just let me finish them. Yeah. But I feel like I've definitely been giving in to the, like, top tier memes, like, the top tier strategies for doing all of them. I used to have a ton of fun trying to come up with, like, really creative, janky teams to finish all of them. Uh, I do think that part of the reason why I don't do that as much is, like I said earlier, that it the quests have just gotten harder. Right. They've just been balanced a lot more up. So it's it's a lot harder to you know go into a quest being like yes we're gonna we're gonna do this full jank I'm using cursed arm Hassan, uh, <laughs> Miu and like I don't know like Hel- Helena <laughs> I don't know you know you, you it's a lot harder to do weird jank things it's true which is a bummer I think there is still occasionally time for that this just isn't it this is just like full balls to the wall difficulty. It's true. There are no archers left, are there? Because I just realized that now that I've gotten the grail from this event that I can grail Gareth to 80. Uh, well, we're probably going to have an Ishtar quest as the last one. But we already got uh, we already got Romulus, and he's giving us a, he's giving us a lore. Doesn't that uh, usually yeah, that mean that be? he's the last one? Oh, yeah. He might be the last one then. Unless they're giving us two lores, which I won't say no to. If we get, a, if we get an Ishtar one... Fuck me up. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about, uh... Oh, yeah, maybe Romulus is the last one. Okay. That doesn't feel right, though. Space Ishtar. (laughs) (laughs) That also will never not be funny to me. Yeah, that's really good. Have you, um... Have you seen... What's it called? Um, The movie that this whole thing was based on? Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I'm like, this is Independence Day, right? This is Independence it, it, Day. Yeah. It is just Independence Day. Yeah, I have seen Independence Day. That was definitely like a childhood favorite of, of um, or I should say, when I was a kid, my dad really liked watching it. Okay. Because he's a big, like, campy sci-fi movie person. Mm-hmm. So we used to always watch that together. Here's something totally tangential, but that just occurred to me. Um, sure. So I've seen some people talking about like uh, how like Huang Di, Arjuna Alter, and Scotty are like all super busted. Uh, everyone's using them now. They're like the Lost Belt Kings are awesome. Yeah. No, I haven't. I don't think I've seen anybody ever mention Ivan since he came out. Yeah, 
That actually is a good point. And I think Ivan is is also really good. Really good? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember he's got like that really wacky um, innocent monster variant, doesn't he? Uh, it's just stars and also uh, Buster Buff. It's like very good. I don't think it's wacky in any way. Oh, he's got he's got the his first skill is a fifty percent NP gen up for yeah, three turns, and it skill. removes all his debuffs. And yeah. he has uh, a one turn invincibility, which is also an a, a an enemy team wide attack debuff, and removes all their buffs. Yes. He's nuts. Those are three very strong skills. Whoa, and his first two skills are on five-turn cooldowns? Yep. And the third one's on a six-turn cooldown. Yeah. Yeah, why don't people talk about Ivan? Is it just because he's not a... Is it just because he's not a big titty anime girl? I mean, I, I guess not. Ivan has the biggest titties, you cowards. He's massive. <laughs> he's giant. <laughs> you remember that comic right after he came out that was like, uh, Ivan appearing in the summoning room, and then Kiara appears behind Gun and is like, "I want to fuck it." Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> oh, the good old days. That's true. No one talks about Ivan. He's really good. Yeah, he is. Fifty really percent NP gen on the three turn on a on a five turn cooldown, and forty percent Buster damage. Yeah. And his NP also gives um Buster resist down. Yeah. How do people talk about Ivan? That sounds really good. I guess just like because casters are just sort of the universal support, uh, berserkers that are strong are just universally good, mm-hmm. and and rulers also are you know universal tanks besides berserkers. Right. I I guess it makes sense that people don't talk about him as much because his uses are more situational. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But even so, you could probably throw this guy at a berserker quest and he would do okay. I guess who are like who are the good riders? You've got like Ozzy. There are a lot uh, of good riders. I mean, uh, I guess uh, over time, like Drake has kind of fallen from grace, but right. I'm, she's still pretty solid. But if we're like talking top meta riders, I guess then you've Ozzie, got like Ozzy and who else? Achilles? Like Achilles is pretty good, but I don't think he's at that level. I I don't really hear a lot of people talking about Achilles like he's all that, which I also don't understand because he has like three obscenely good skills and yeah. a very strong quick NP. He seems like like no contest Scotty whatever nonsense you want to do. Yeah. Strange. I don't know. question for you okay next year or i guess even in events going forward what are the kinds of things that you would like to see in a challenge quest or in hard content whatever you want to call it um i think one thing that would be cool uh that would promote more creativity in Mm -hmm. them like we were talking about earlier is if they combined like this kind of really hard content with stuff they've done elsewhere in the past of team building restrictions. Oh. Oh, interesting. Like um God, I don't remember where they did that, but some events they've done it. Like I think, uh, I think they did that in an earlier Nero Fest. Um like I think there there was one that was like you can't use any servants who are above a certain height. 
Yeah, right, right, right. Or it's like you have to use servants of like this alignment or right. I'm pretty sure there were the standard there was like boy girl team, you know. Mm-hmm. There were ones for alignment, I remember. Yeah, the height one I definitely remember as being pretty distinctive, which was a yeah. cute one. And um I guess they're kind of doing that with this the Achilles quest now. Because like you can yeah. go into it with a team that has girls in it, but if you do, then you just automatically lose. Right. It's just um Yeah. But it, I think it would still be nice to know that before going into it. I know you're just burning one AP and you know you'll just you can just hit leave and then come back and it's fine. But Right. But I also like I mean Honestly the the restriction I kind of want to see is like you have to do this quest without casters. Yeah, I think the way that you do that is just by having, like, rider enemies. Or, like, yeah. alter egos or something. Right. Actually, not alter egos. Don't give us alter egos. <laughs> then, then everyone will just use comma. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or like, berserkers, more likely. Uh, yeah, please never comma. give us alter egos as an enemy that we have to fight. That's my request. <laughs> yeah. They're, it's so miserable. Um... I, I want ways to, like, mix up the approach you have to take to them in Definitely. terms of, of team building. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I agree feel like they, sure. they created Scotty in order to, like, break Merlin's hold on the meta. Agreed. But I feel like they the did a new meta... That. That, they did do a good job of that, but I feel like the new meta that came about is, like, maybe even worse. I think it's a lot more degenerate because two Scotties equals a full bar, and so, like... Like, people who are willing to drop, you know, thousands of dollars in this stupid game, like, f- will get two Scotties. Right. You know, like, we'll have a Scotty and then use someone else's Scotty. Yeah. Like, and I, I feel like, because I feel like I see so many people being like, yes, here's a reliable way to do this with two Scotties, or like, two Nero Brides, or, you know, two Merlins, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but, but I don't have a Merlin. I don't have a Scotty. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I do think... The way, the place that the challenge in team building comes from now is you go, a new quest comes out, you look up, what's the gimmick? Um, you find the Reddit thread, you see the people who have every servant in the game are like, okay, this is the ideal comp. And then the challenge is like, okay, well, I don't have half of these servants. So yeah. who do I replace them with that can like approximate the same duty? Exactly. Right, right. Like, this in the olden days would be, like, you know, using David and Tristan to tank, like, AoE NPs. <laughs> right. But now, I guess, like, now that I have a bazillion five stars, and now that you have a lot of very good five stars yourself, like, it... I feel like we're sort of de-incentivized from not just picking our best units and just slapping mm-hmm. them at, you know, just, just hurling them into the fray. Yeah. And the thing is that even with using the best units we can these aren't easy like most no. of my challenge quest victories have come very much down to the wire yeah yeah like i'm pretty sure i the um the taiga one musashi was my only one left alive and i actually it was like the last turn she had no invincibility skills or way to survive she basically had to get a crit um or i had to use a command seal for her NP, but I only had one command seal left, so I I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up resetting it like four times to get the RNG so that she would get the crit that she needed. Yeah, like, I did the I did the same thing. I was down to just Lancelot. Um, oh right, right, right. And all I had, 
all I had left were his star weight skill, which is pointless because he's the only person left. Right. And the Atlas Academy's debuff cleanse, and there were no debuffs on him. <laughs> right. So I, I, like, did a, um, like, Buster Arts Buster Chain, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, it didn't crit enough, so I, like, reloaded and I used the star weight skill. Didn't work, so then I reloaded and I used the the cleanse, and then finally I crit with both of the busters, and that was enough to finish off Tiger. Yeah, yeah. I actually just had a a fun restriction thought that you could do. What if you just said like, for these quests you can only use like one five star or something like that, or like two five stars. I yeah, that would be cool. Just to be like, okay, you know, if you really want to take your Merlin. <laughs> Like, right. take him, but he's all you get. <laughs> yeah. Like, then you have to go in, instead of Musashi, you have to use, uh, like, Summer Fran or Lancelot. Right. Like, you know, still very good units in their own right, but at least then it's less like, okay, I get Merlin, I get Musashi, I switch and waver. Musashi does, like, six million damage. Mm-hmm. Next bar, Musashi is, like, double hit skill, got her full NP, she does it again. Which is yeah, I... how I saw someone beat uh, the Romulus quest this morning. The first oh, cool. like video I looked up online was like, uh, or, or that I saw um, YouTube recommended to me was a Musashi three turn clear, and each turn she literally did like over a million damage mm-hmm. um, consistently. It used a pl- I think it was like plug suit in Nightingale or something like that who had Golden Carp on her. Okay, so that was a way to get like the nutty damage numbers. Well, that's cool. Nightingale is like a, a jank unit. I love that it's, it's she's cool, cool to see people use. It's just she's really hard to use during challenge quests because she's a berserker, right? Like, which sucks. But she's definitely one of those units that I guess you could put like a taunt CE on, or you know, use in conjunction with Chen Gong to just have her drop her buffs, right. stuff like that. Oh. Um, I remember we theory crafted this back after the. Uh, case files event but have you ever ended up trying Rhina's nightingale someone no i haven't actually i remember that we did do this though didn't we yeah maybe i should try that i mean i think the the one comp that i've heard of that uh is a huge pain in the ass but does work well is nightingale and then and then uh mashu because between all of mashu's damage cuts and nightingale's np you can basically make it so that like you just don't take any damage from any noble phantasm right but rhina oh and then right duh rhina mitigates the nightingale weakness duh. yeah this is what i was missing here yeah i guess i could try that i'd be down what does nightingale need to i think i think i don't have the materials necessary to get her to 10 i don't remember what she needs but i keep running into this problem where i can get a lot of servants i like to six but then i can't get them to 10 you know what she had, what she needs that you don't have. <laughs> what is it? Is it QP? Skill? What? QP. I mean, yeah, okay, it's QP, <laughs> but oh, I, I ran could out actually of QP do it today. I could leveling, do it. Uh, leveling Aussie. You what? You ran out of QP? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. The you fact that people. I roll on like four banners a year usually means I'm not in that problem when I get someone. Yeah. But uh, Summer took a lot out of me, so. Summer did take a lot out of you. <laughs> when I tried to level both Estrella and Ozzy today, I did not have enough of both of them. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Know my pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Summer as I have suffered.
I would really like it, though, if there was a way to incentivize playing with lower star units, because I do think a lot of low star units are very, very good. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like four stars frequently have the most interesting kits to me. I would agree, because I, I feel like with one and two stars, you either have, like, so one, maybe three stars, too, kind of fall into this. Like, one, two, and three stars either are completely useless or, like, straight broken, but don't have the stats to make them straight broken. So then you have to grail them, and then they become, like, very formidable units. Yeah. Four stars are in that weird spot where a lot of them do really weird specific things that five stars don't do, because four stars already do them. Right. And, like, they aren't... A lot of them aren't as, like, straight busted. Like, like you know, like a like a Robin Hood or... Um, I don't know. I'm trying well, to think Robin Hood's a three-star. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, like, Robin is one of the, like, straight busted three-stars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But it's like, you know, I guess other than Chloe and, like, maybe Ryder Kentucky, but they're slight exceptions because they're free for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like to market a five-star, they need to do something insane. Yeah. To market a four-star, they just need to do something interesting. Oh, yeah, it's true. Because I feel like the idea is, I don't know, the, the five-stars are the things that rake in the money from the people willing to spend, and the four-stars are, like, consolation prizes. Right. So if you get a four star, you want it to be interesting mm-hmm. because you don't want to feel like you totally just lost out on not like getting the five star you wanted. Yeah, I think that that could be the philosophy behind that. Now that you mention it. Just a theory. That was something I literally like just came up with a second. I, it's yeah. not something I have really spent a lot of time thinking about, but I don't know. Like even take a unit like even take a unit like you, like you who is you know pretty much everyone agrees is pretty bad but mm-hmm. her kid is very it's very interesting in my opinion like right. the fact that she rips all the buffs off of her and then if you level her second skill she gets buff removal immunity for a turn and her first skill gives uh np up or it, it charges battery every turn for five turns and is on a five turn cooldown which means that it'll always be online. Mm-hmm. And then she has vampirism, which is, it, that's fine. Vampirism, you probably drain their NP, and if you don't, then you like cap off her, her bar. But, you know, good, not really, but definitely something that when I first saw, and, you know, I, I'm in love with her design, and I, I like her story, and I like that she's a vampire, and I think it's hot, you know. I have a lot of reasons for liking this character, but I definitely remember looking at her her skills and being like, huh, they did this? <laughs> like, all she does is gain NP. That's all she does. Right. And that's that's weird. It's like, I hope that they continue what's been something of a trend recently. Um, mm-hmm. Not, like, super consistent, but but definitely happening, of uh, releasing more supports that aren't casters. Yeah, yeah. You and I have brought that up, I feel like, a number of times on, on this show. we probably have. You yeah. still have to go to casters to get any amount of healing. It's true. Kind of a bummer. So, but... I, I want healers in other classes. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, except for Nightingale, I guess. But Yeah, except Nightingale. Nightingale is kind of the only... The only relevant exception I can think to that. 
Mm-hmm. Like, instead, what you get of support healers in other classes are that you get, like, damage units that have ridiculous heals. Right. You know, a la, like, an Enkidu or a Carmilla or, um, I don't know, like, uh, Void, Void Shiki's heal is really good. People oh, don't talk yeah. about it that much because it eats oh, her MP. Void Shiki's heal is so good. But it's it's very good. I find myself rarely needing to use it because I usually use her with Tamamo, but, like... Mm-hmm. If you're using her on, like, a Tamamo waiver team, you'll probably have excess NP to burn. Like, real talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I beat uh, Leonidas, was with her, uh, not Tamamo. I think it was her, Asclepius, and someone else. I don't remember. Um, Sounds right. Yeah. But I, I was relying very like heavily on, on her heal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, no, you know what? I did use Rhinez on that one. Because when I wasn't using Rhinez, the archer mobs would just, like, one-shot Cheeky. Oh, that's right, because there are archer mobs. Yeah. 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 Oh, a Rishkigal is another support. Is a Rishkigal a support? Kind of. A Rishkigal is, like... I mean, Ereshkigal is, like, straight busted in a lot of ways, but she does yeah. <laughs> have uh, that third skill, which is really nutty. What does it do? It's increase. So it, it applies that, like, blessing of the underworld tree. Yeah, and then you, when you use her NP, it gives another thing. Yeah. So when you use the NP, it gives you 20% attack for three turns. Um, the skill on its own gives 20% defense up, 30% NP gain up, and 3,000 extra max HP for three turns. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah. I think of Reshkill more as a support, but I know that she is just really strong. Like, mm. just because I, I don't ever... I feel like I so rarely need a really strong Lancer for stuff. Yeah. So I, I tend to, like, compartmentalize her with supports in my head. I think I used a Reshkill to beat the Taiga quest last year. Uh-huh. That sounds right. Oh, I should level William Tell. He's a good character. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Uh, he's just like another arts crit archer. Yeah, he I is. feel like there's there's nothing there's nothing new about him. No, know? except he has that cool uh, like he he does additional damage to enemies who are evading. Oh, I forgot about that. That is neat. Which is cool. Like like that alone could make him very interesting in a challenge quest scenario. Uh, so, Mia, I'm being very efficient in farming boxes while we do this. <laughs> okay. I, just I was doing another... it to start, and then I thought it was rude, but now I feel bad knowing that <laughs> you're doing it, and I could have been doing it this whole time. <laughs> I just got another CE drop. Oh, another one? Are you serious? This is my third one this event. Oh, God. I have gotten two, but that's that's probably about the most I've ever gotten. In yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten three before. Any given event. Good golly. That's a lot. I should probably get the other golden apples from these nodes. Oh, here's a question. I'm I'm curious what your take on is. How do you feel about, like, the node refreshing? You know, I think it's kind of annoying. Um, Yeah. I think that they kind of did a cop-out by just making it a saber again for the tickets. Oh, definitely, yes. Like, they were definitely just trying to avoid some flack. I think it's annoying, except for the current situation that I'm in, which is that I fucking just need apples. So 
I am grateful for it this time around, but I do generally consider it pretty annoying. I really don't appreciate a ruler being thrown in a mixed class farming quest. That is very <laughs> annoying. That is super rude. It was just, uh, that's so rude. That definitely is just like, we are telling you not to clear this in three turns. And then the <laughs> whole internet is like, watch us. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking dare you. Yeah. I, um, I, I think the thought of it is to once again, try to like force this to be the one time of year you have to think. Yeah, right, right. It's just to, um, you know, lighten up the load a little. And, and also, I, it can get tedious to just use the same team over and over again. I can definitely understand wanting to be like, okay, like, let's, let's, uh, you know, d- right, turn your brain back on and uh, use a different team now. Right. But I think, I think it isn't going super great. It's just, like, annoying to have to come up, like, switch around all my farming teams. What I thought was Agreed. more interesting was the way they composed the, the nodes in the first place required me to think a little harder about how I was going to three-turn them. Uh, like, you remember, I had to I had to level Bart in order to be able to three-turn the first version of the Tickets quest. Yes, that's right. That's right. Because I, I have a, a dearth of AoE riders, and it was not <laughs> just as, like, super easy as they usually are. Right, right. And they made the numbers high enough on all the things that you did actually have to kind of, like, figure out a way to strategically pair units to get enough damage. because you couldn't just, like, as long as you're hitting all of them, they'll all die. You had to try to buff them, too. Right, right. Yeah, you couldn't... You, I did like that, actually. Like... I can't remember, because I think I was using Iskander and Bart first. But that was a lot of button pushing, so then I tried switching it to Bart and Drake. And then I realized that it would actually be fewer buttons if I just used Drake and Iskander together. Mm-hmm. So I did have to go through that that process of being like, oh, like how can I save a little bit of time here? And that was pretty fun. I do think that going forward, they just need to do something about, like... Like, putting restrictions and making the quests have more options, I think, will be the way to design them going forward. Like, yeah, I think so. Give us another fucking stupid true damage quest. Throw, Give us the crabs. Bring on the crabs. Like, let me use Agram on you. <laughs> Don't bring back those fucking crabs. Bring on the crabs. <laughs> God, I hated that quest. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, I loved that quest so much. But I feel the- like... The crabs are the only challenge quest that's ever made me more miserable than the King Protea one. The oh, King Protea one just took forever. Oh, the crabs took forever, and also I couldn't beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Copy King Protea one. I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, what a fucking nightmare. An alter ego, too, of all things. <sighs> I The thing, though, that I... Uh, I remember from the Siegfried quest of, of old was that people who didn't have Angerman you were beating it with units with divinity. Because yeah, yeah, the I Siegfried only had like 20,000 health or something like that. So mm-hmm. you could just use divinity, which just gives you a flat X amount of damage. And right. it also forced people to use those weird Cs that I, for one, have been hoarding because I'm waiting for them to be useful again. Like the, the Azaka one. Azaka Kokuto, you know, Mikia's horrible, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't remember what the CE does. It just gives you, like, plus a thousand damage. Ah, uh, okay. 
I've been holding on to one for years, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> one day, it'll be useful. It's limit broken. I'm ready. <laughs> Weird niches like that are fun. Um, yeah. Like every once in a while, I uh, I pull out the young Taiga one that just like gives you sure hit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like every once in a while, that comes in very handy. Um, necromancy is my favorite CE in the game. Yeah, I I never realized that you were such a necromancy fucker until necromancy until has won me so many quests I should not have won. It's so funny by just like triggering two or three times in a row, so I I just don't lose when I should. It's a total gamble. It's just an yeah. absolute crapshoot. Like you either like necromancy blesses you or it just just throws you under the train. Like mm-hmm. you either get your three guts in a row or you just don't get any. <laughs> yeah. The uh the origin bullet C is really fun too. That's just oh, yeah. Pierce Invincible and also fuck casters. Yeah, yeah. I uh I have used um decapitating bunny uh, it several times in the past. That's sure hidden what else? No, that is uh that's the cheeky one that gives Pierce Invincible yeah. and Quick Up. Oh Pierce Invincible and Quick yeah. Up, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good one, actually. I've mm-hmm. used it on Okida before, which is a pretty that's like pretty deadly. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. That is definitely um, a fun one to break out sometimes. Oh, and that brings me to another question I wanted to ask you, which is, um, uh-huh. what what's your opinion on the design space of the damage CEs? Oh, how they're always, like, one HP guts and then something else? No, I mean, like, just the, the existence of the damage CEs in the first place. Oh. Do you... How do you feel about them? I guess I've always been a little bit skeptical of them because... It's the kind of thing where it's like, you know how it's like, right, like in Yu-Gi-Oh, all the numbers are like, you know, 2300 attack and, you know, you have 4000 life points. And in Magic, Mm -hmm. you know, creatures have like four power and three toughness and you have like 20 life total or whatever. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's like, it effectively means the same thing, just the Yu-Gi-Oh numbers are higher because it makes you feel better about yourself, I guess. Right. Or something. Like, maybe that's the idea. I mean, really, the idea was probably just not to copy the magic system, but, like, that's besides the point. They're basically the same. So I guess that's kind of the way I feel about damage CEs. Like, if you took some of the zeros away from the enemies that they balanced up to account for damage CEs, you wouldn't have to have damage CEs. Yeah. In that sense, I think they're kind of useless. I, I have never... Like, the only fun part about damage CEs is when you get a quest that you can just murder and deal like see a number that you rarely get to see in the game like over a million you know like two million plus or something like that mm-hmm. like i i still remember the the ye oldy onigashima quest where everyone was slapping the one of the onis i think it was like the red oni with yuri that was like when yuri first took the spotlight as like a low star killer and i remember people getting like i like two million three million damage with yuri on this thing <laughs> <laughs> like i i that was a lot of fun to see but besides rare moments like that i think i would rather just like grind more tickets <laughs> you know yeah like, i think i would just rather not have that like i think that people usually build their teams so that one unit is notably more of a damager than the others so mm-hmm. i don't really see the point in being like this one <laughs> like these guys are just here this one fucks <laughs> <laughs> like yeah <laughs> you know it i i guess i i get it but i also don't think it's necessary 
Yeah, I think the design space is really limiting. Um, yeah. And I wish they'd stop doing it. It just means a couple of things. It means you can't use any CEs on your damage dealers except for those ones. Right, that's so the other thing. So it limits your, right? your team comp creativity there. It also mm-hmm. means that if your damage CE holder dies, then you're just screwed because right. there's 0% chance that your other units can ever do enough damage to make a difference. Right. And normally the way that these quests are designed is that... Or I guess I feel like the way that they've been... Sorry, these events have been designed, rather, is that you get five copies of the damage CE and then you don't get any more. Right. So you I then don't think either it's have to pick... to get any more. Huh? I don't think it's possible to get any more. Exactly. That's what I mean. Right. Like, like, it's set up such that you get five, which means you can either have one unit that fucks or, like, you know, two units that, like, spoon. <laughs> and, like, that's it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like... I, I I also what that was another thing that I hadn't actually considered the possibility of, but is also part of the reason why I don't like them is right because of not getting to use cool CEs on your servant, like. And I think, well, just jumping back to the point you just made there for a sec, mm-hmm. I think this is a thing that's like very frustratingly limiting for people who don't have huge rosters. Is that yeah, like you you limit broke yours. I did not. You can get away with limit breaking yours because you can always take a support who also has one if you need a secondary damage dealer. Right. But you can't. I can't do that because I don't have enough good. Like, I don't have any of the good casters except for Merlin. Right. So if I need a waiver, then I can only have one damage dealing unit for the whole fight. Right. So I I have to deal with my just 100% buff instead of 200% buff because I. If I don't have a second damage dealer in the back line, then I wouldn't be able to get through any of these. Right. And part of what I don't like about the implication of this is that it's like you the the reason now that you're having a worse time than me is like the general game state of like you haven't been playing as long or you haven't spent as much money as I, like a theoretical player, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that is really unfortunate. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like you know, I know Nasu has mentioned it. It sucks that FGO is also like a predatory microtransaction game because I feel like balance considerations in like, you know, uh, like an Overwatch or, you know, like a, I don't, I'm trying to think of another big game that people play that things get balanced and rebalanced a lot in. Whatever. Uh, They're uh, like any any MOBA, like League. Yeah, any MOBA, right. Like They're any... With like monthly balance patches right and it's true that it like i think you can like buy the characters instead of unlocking them or whatever but like that that's that doesn't really matter <laughs> like you know you'll you'll all get the characters eventually because you're all playing the same game <laughs> and you kind of like need all of the characters or like most i guess league probably has like 300 characters i don't actually know how league works anymore <laughs> um, i never really did but point being in games like those like balance is done with the consideration that everyone has access to these characters. And so, like, you know, you'll always be running into these kinds of situations where if one character is too unhealthily good, then that really affects everyone, you know? But it's, like, in this, because it's, like, an economy thing, just not as many people have any given unit. Just because and that's of, like, why how the we should works. always be eternally grateful there's no PvP in this game. Thank fucking God. Yeah. I know they um, they do a PvP in um in Fire Emblem Heroes actually. Yeah, it, there there are MOBAs that do have it. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've only ever heard that it's miserable. Yeah. I, uh, the way that, do you know how, um, Heroes does it? No. The way that Heroes does it is that it's not actually, like, a direct PvP, but you set up your units, like, there, there is, like, a, because, you know, it's, like, a, like, like, Fire Emblem Heroes is kind of an abridged Fire Emblem game. Like, you have the similar turn-based combat, just the, mm-hmm. the mechanics are kind of, like, reduced, and just, it's just, like, like, slimmed down Fire Emblem, at least last time I played. Maybe it's changed since then. I haven't really played properly in a long time. But the way the PvP works is that there is, like, a standardized PvP map. Because, you know, like, you fight Fire Emblem maps. Uh, Yeah. Um, And there is a space where you can position enemy units, like, in any... Like, I think there's some terrain, you know, there's, like, some walls and things that, like, units can't get around. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you basically just pick a team of, like, I think it's five or something like that, units, and then you arrange them in such a way and then you kind of like submit that and then because of how fire emblem works like it would just be the same as you clicking in real time doing it uh so i believe it's like your units that you submit then don't really move like they i don't think they're ai controlled like someone just comes over into your map and then fights them Um, oh interesting and then the winner of that battle gets something so it's like how we log in and we get like fp rewards like they if someone submits their like team for the the PVP fight thing, yeah, then they'll log in it's and then like they'll, a, they'll say like, "Oh, you got this much for for the arena or whatever it's called." It's like I don't know if you have any familiarity with this at all, but it's like a Clash of Clans. I never played Clash of Clans actually. Okay, my brother was into it for a time. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Wait, he was like <laughs> ten years old. Uh, but it's like you design your your village or whatever um, mm-hmm. with its defenses, and then people attack it, and you watch to see if like your tower defense map beats their attack. Yeah, right, right. It's it's similar to that. It's it's very tower okay. defensey. I think okay, if FGO were to implement any kind of PvP, it would have to be like that where you you post like a team and then there's some way that, you know, people can can fight other people's teams. And then like, you know, the the team would then be balanced accordingly somehow. Like, you know, the numbers would be mm-hmm. shot up through the roof or whatever. Yeah. You know what would be really interesting, actually? What? Is if they gave each unit in the game, like, they had their own kind of, like, challenge quest mechanic. Like, Siegfried just doesn't take damage from things. And then you could put together a comp and... Because, like, just because of the way servants are designed, like, enemies have way more health than your units do. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, having so an actual team fight another actual team wouldn't work at all. Exactly, yeah. Um, But it you could, like... You'd put together a team, and then they'd each get their, like, their respective, like, lore boss mechanic. Interesting. And then basically make it into, like, a boss rush uh, challenge quest. Hmm. That would be pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, that would be cool. And maybe the prize is, like, maybe you can only do, like, a certain amount of them, like, a week, but you get, like, a ticket or something. Yeah. I'd be super into that. The the only problem then is just like you would have to design all of them such that you would um you, you wouldn't just be able to create like an unwinnable challenge thing, right? Because it's like that would definitely it, be difficult to design. Yeah, if like if they designed it like Bonzi's, there would probably be a lot of like overlap, and you know th- these units just don't take damage, and then you just put like six units that just don't take damage, right? And you're like, okay, I guess this is Angerman, you time. <laughs> 
But I do like the idea of that. I think that would be really fun as like a way to do like pseudo PVP. Because mm-hmm. then that would also allow for some really like wacky comps where, you know, like, uh, you know, you could have like, uh, I don't know, people who have, I don't know if anyone has this, but people who have like grailed banquets or whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. would be like, that would be like a, a a particularly interesting matchup because you just like wouldn't see the bank ability very often. Right. Things like that. So then it would kind of, it would, it would like, and you know, for, for us folks who have like real Anderson's like, you know, that that's more common than that, but you know, like you'd probably get a lot of people who just slap up their Merlin, their waiver, their, their Jalter, their, you know, Arjuna or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you'd be able to get these like really weird mashups by seeing characters that you don't see as often. Yeah, good idea. That's my good idea for the day. Real talk. Should we end the episode? Is that all our good ideas? I think ideas? so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're cool. not going to end it on a better note than that. It's true. Uh, well, maybe random page. Random page. Yeah, throw up a random page. Let's let's uh, let's do it. I will push the button if I can remember where it is. Explore. There it is. Um, I'm gonna skip this one because it's just a. It's just a. Okay, here's a, here's a good one. It is. Okay. Ars Almadel Solomonis, aka. Oh boy. Uh, Getia's noble phantasm. Yeah. The third phantasm of Solomon, planned to be used by Getia, to time travel to the genesis of the Earth. It is the. This is just a vertical line. Of the original sin. <laughs> it, it, it appears at first glance to be a ring of light that encircles the earth, a belt of light that announces mankind's demise, something that converted the entire human history into heat values, a time travel of vast amounts of years made possible by collecting, accelerating, and converging some hundred millions of this belt of light that isn't a sentence. We know what this does. It's the big beam. Yeah. It's the it's the big beam. It's the ring in the sky. It's the ring in the sky. That's in all the promotional materials. Yep. Yep. Um, when you said this is just a straight line, that reminded me. This does it. This isn't exactly like the same issue, but this is also a thing that definitely exists in Fate. Uh, it's an old meme that's like Dark Souls fans. Like this series has like such rich, fascinating, complicated lore. Also, Dark Souls fans they call him Big Hat Logan because he wears a big hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It definitely has that kind of vibe. Like how like Void Shiki's real name is just like an empty bracket. Yeah. It's like a bracket space bracket, which has a pronunciation. But I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. guys, we get it. You're you're already you did an already thing. You Does that yourself. actually have a way you like that would be read in Japanese? Uh yeah, it does. I believe it's uh It's not it might just be, like it might empty be, space where no noise goes. It might be Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's just kata. Like the kata in, you know, Kara no Kyokai. Yeah. That's how you pronounce it. Cool. There you go. I always thought it was just supposed to be like, okay, very funny. Like, you look at this and you can't actually read it because there's no word. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, like you can't pronounce it because it's nothing and it's the way to get it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I I think we've, we've talked about 
Ars, uh, Ars Salmonel. Uh, Ars Almadel Salamonis? Yes. Is that correct. it? Yeah, that's it. We've talked about this a couple times. Yeah. Um, it is the sickest shit ever. It is totally the sickest shit ever. This is definitely, like... I am still surprised that Fake Grand Order exists as a thing, and that we like someone thought that you could escalate past incinerating all of human history into a big energy beam. <laughs> right. Like, like using the combined energy from millions of years of whatever, or I guess like hundreds of thousands of years. Uh, like, like we thought that we could go, go beyond, we could, we could plus ultra this and it was, it was aliens. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, if we've already dealt with the threat of all of history being deleted, the only way you can get better than that is having the other histories that have already been deleted coming back to delete us. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What was that? I think this would be a good anecdote to tell. The um, oh god, the when we were in when we were in the common on on Hempfest Day. Oh, oh yeah. And there yeah. was <laughs> so so there's um there's an annual event in Boston where we both live. Where we both um, live, yes. That's it's actually called like the Freedom Rally or something. Oh, it's got what? some dumb name like that. It's not just called Hempfest. No, oh. everyone calls it Hempfest though. Well, uh, that's good it's just, because it's just Freedom when all done. the weed folks come out and smoke in the park. Uh, right, it's where it, you it's, go on every it train. Seems and you're like, like lots why of fun is it so for white them, in but here? It's miserable for everyone else. Hmm. It's, it's a. It certainly seems like lots of fun for them, but it's pretty miserable for everyone else. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, very much but we were walking past it last weekend and yes. there was like there was it, it was like an ice cream truck yes it was like a it was in, like a big in food construction thing um but it, it was called weed world and you could just like buy edibles and stuff yeah out of the back of it they had like weed um, ice cream but you could also just buy like edibles and like straight weed right um so we walk, we walk past that. We marveled at the fact that this is a thing that exists in our timeline now. We giggled um, at Weed World because it's kind of funny. Yep. And then we put it out of our heads and went to continue walking to where we were. Um, Which was so to Bubble we, Tea? We walked Question like. Mark? I think it was to I think it was to Bubble Tea at that point. Yeah. So yeah, we go into Chinatown, um, <clears throat> and we walk through Chinatown, and then coming back from there towards the common, <laughs> we walk past. What, what was the name of the restaurant? Was it Dumpling World? No, no, no. So I we're walking along, and I see this restaurant, and I point at it, and I I say the name out loud, which is Spicy World. Spicy World, yes, that was it. <laughs> and then Ben turns to me and says... I can't remember my exact wording, so it won't be as funny, but it's like, I, soon these two Lost Belts will expand. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... I think it was fight to the victor. I don't I, know, something like that. I think it was like... <laughs> Soon my lost belt will expand and conquer weed world or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was. I. I think I like. I like almost doubled over laughing on the sidewalk. It was very funny. It was a good moment. Hmm. I think our conclusion was that lost belts are just inherently funny, even though they are really sick too. Yes, <laughs> the concept of lost belts is great. Yeah, yeah. it's like. I don't. I think it was after like, the prologue, for. Uh, when Cosmos and the Lost Belt was first announced, and we first learned what was going to be happening mm-hmm. in this arc, there's one thing you said about it that has never left me, which is just like all of the salty timelines are coming back to kick our ass. 
say that? Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Wow. <laughs> cool. I'm glad you remember that because I certainly hadn't. <laughs> that, that, that's true. That's what's happening. You said that and you said uh, Cosmos in the Lost Belt. It's a new you way to set me free. free. Yeah. That's, which still isn't an episode title that we've used. Have we not done that? We have not done that yet. Because we oh, we were thinking to. about doing that, but then Kieran gave us the joy that is dude oh, yeah. where's my belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Which is still so, so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, we're gonna have to come up with a with an episode title for this one. I'm sure we'll come up with something good. Oh god, yeah. Usually we have one I feel like the past few times we've had one going into the episode. Or yeah. we talk about it like uh, right as the episode I'm, starts. I'm really proud of Hero Creation E minus. Yeah, that's definitely all you. Like, hats off to you for that, because that's very funny. Uh-huh. For this one? I don't know. I, we could make, like, a Shinji joke. Because Shinji's, like, a gamer. That's true. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Do, like, do you ever sometimes remember that uh, the one skin carnival phantasm that's, like, the soccer girl of destiny i i love uh, soccer girl of destiny people and don't talk about it as much as the ways, other ones but, but i yeah. i do remember it very fondly but one of, one of the low-key very funny things about it is it reveals that uh shinji's hobby is just being an internet troll yeah right because he's literally like <laughs> key smashing being like are you mad <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's a well, good we'll one. come up with something before we post this oh oh i've got it i've got it how okay. about Okay, no, maybe maybe not, but this is a proposal. You know the CE that has Jinako on it that's really bad? Uh, I am aware of it. I don't know its name. It is called Room Garter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it would just be Room Garters because we are we're gamers. That's a niche joke that I don't think a lot of people would get. Thankfully, we explained it in the episode. It's true. So now <laughs> you understand, <laughs> viewers. You've been wondering all episode what this title means, and now you know. Yeah. Okay, you just said that. Does that mean we're actually going with it? Sure, why not? Okay. If we come up with something better, there will be no explanation, and you'll just have to deal with this bit that I yeah. probably won't edit out even if we come up with a better one. Cool. So, that's that. Yes. Um, as always. Now now you guys all know how much how funny we think we are with our episode titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody else thinks we're funny with our episode titles, that's but we super definitely true. do. I think we definitely did just talk about, like, how funny we think we are for, like, maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. We are very funny. Oh, another one that that's all you that I was a, a big fan of was uh, Fate Stay Woke. Yeah, 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 yeah. A classic, a classic. Although I, I will take the, the credit for Ginger's Feel. Yeah, no, that's all you. That is all you. Ginger's Feel is good. I still think Dude Wears My Belt is probably one of our favorite, one of my favorite episode yeah. titles. I, up there definitely. with, um... The this is Emmy Ishiro. Or remember Emmy Ishiro? This is him now. Do you feel old yet? Yeah. Also a very good one. Okay. Alright, I think we're done now. Oh, wait a minute. I've got it. What? Melty Grand Finals what? in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. That's also a very niche joke, but one that we must do. But, but more people know about that than the Janako C. Yeah, I I wondered, though, like, how much actual overlap there is between, like, Grand Order fans and Melty fans. I don't know. Non-zero. Like, not, certainly non-zero, but I feel like the people who know Melty jokes are not, like, Tight Moon fans. They're just fighting game community people. 
That's pretty true, actually. Like, I think a majority... Because Melty is, like, the seminal anime fighter. So it, it makes yeah. sense that... It's the the great granddaddy of fighting games. Yeah. Of anime fighting games. Yeah. Real talk, uh, if you play fighting games, you should go play Melty Blood. If you don't, don't, because it's awful. <laughs> Rather, it's, it's, it's great. It's actually not awful, though. It's a... It's a way better designed fighting game than it has any right to be. It's true. It's not, When I say it's awful, I mean like it's hard to pick up as someone who doesn't play fighting games. Oh, yes. That's more what I mean. I really like Melty Blood a lot, and I do think that it's it's very good. There are definitely some characters who are like straight busted um, at like higher levels, but generally speaking, it is... Looking at you, Archetype Earth. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at you, Archetype Earth. We're looking at you... Um, uh, what is Rilla. it? Uh, C... C Nirvan Square? Can't remember which one is the the busted one. Oh yeah. Cause you get <laughs> <laughs> the jump. The the big arm move. Right. That just covers the entire <laughs> screen. <laughs> it's like the melty version of Ivy <laughs> in small <laughs> Uh and also you can play as uh the Neko arcs. Yeah, which and what is else do you need? Great fun. Except they're awful. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and you can play as four different versions of Hisui, so what else do you need? What else do you need? Suki may remake when. Seriously. Melty 2. Give us Melty 2. Yeah, seriously. Or give me a fate fighting game that borrows all the Melty mechanics and is done in the same style. Yeah. I would also play the fuck out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there would be a good like moon system equivalent, but I really like the moon system. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's cool. Being like, I like this character, but I don't like how this one plays. Good thing that this character is actually three characters. Right. Aren't there a total of like 70 characters in the game because of that? I think it's that? like 93 or something like oh, that. Geez. Yeah. It's something like really ridiculous. Yeah. Because of... It, ha- it has more like distinct characters in it than like any modern fighting games do. Yeah, it's true. Which is insane. Which is insane for being a game that's... To be fair, I don't think... I think they did add a bunch of stuff going forward because, like, Melty Blood Actress again current code is a lot different from the original Melty Blood, and like, well, well that's true. Act Cadenza and Actress yeah, again. added a bunch of characters with each each iteration of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think Ryogi was in any until like the final version. She definitely wasn't in them for a while. I don't. Think. No, no, no. She was really busted in Actress again. I think. Okay. I've seen some older Ryogi footage where she's, like, really obscenely good. And they balanced her a bit for current code. Which was a good move, because... Was it, though? Wouldn't you rather be playing a game where Ryogi is the best character? I mean, I would. I I don't think that I need a character with stupid knife loops to actually be good. (laughs) Okay. And for me to just stare longingly at my knife loops and be like, I'll never have hands that good. (laughs) <laughs> to do that oh god melty blood all right let's end this episode yeah let's let's get the fuck out of here let's get the fuck out of here uh this is this has been a longer episode but thank you for sticking with us yeah um as always you can find us on twitter at the magic circuit you can find us on soundcloud at the dash magic dash circuit you can find us uh on google play music and Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. I always confuse the 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 other the, the ends. I'm always like Google Play Podcasts and Apple Music because I know those are like Apple Music is a thing. 
but because mm-hmm. iTunes is dead now, right? Is it dead? I think they killed iTunes. Or is it just like no longer supported? Oh, I, it's probably no longer supported. But yeah. Um, am I forgetting something? Oh, I'm on Twitter at sleepy underscore Mimi. Ben is nowhere. I am nowhere. Ben is bracket space bracket. You can't pronounce I it. I live in the computer. <laughs> yeah. I'm an AI designed to produce podcasts. <laughs> I mean, you really have been putting out a lot of content lately. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we're telling the truth. You'll never know. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>